Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How are you? Turn my volume up a little bit there. Okay, cooking with gas. How's everybody doing? Hope you're fantastic. I wanted to start this episode off by just giving the deepest, most sincere, warmest thank you I could to everybody who has streamed the special, who told their friends about it, who had watch parties, all of that jazz. I cannot thank y'all enough. We were number four in the first day out, right behind the Beckhams, which again, you know, I love everything full circle. I used to wait on the Beckhams at SoulCycle. So anyways, that's a beautiful moment. But y'all, I was just completely overwhelmed. And just, I'm really, I don't really know how to use my words to describe the level of gratitude that I have felt and the way that other people in the business, you know, reposted and were so kind to share about the special. I, you know what? It's a testament. If you're nice, nice things will happen. And if you're a cunt, no one will, promote your special. You know what I mean? (laughs) So no, but honestly, I have just been completely overwhelmed by it and it's been so sweet and it's just cool. And it really didn't hit me until, you know, I was doing all this press in New York. And so the day it came out, I was running around from like news station, today show, doing Watch What Happens Live, just doing the absolute fucking most that day. And I never had a second to really sit down and be like, oh my God, it's out. Right. It wasn't like I was sitting at home and I could watch it with my fam. I was running around like a chicken with their head cut off. So finally, by the time I got to Toronto, no, it was in St. Louis because I went back on the road this weekend. I finally sat in my hotel room in St. Louis and I started to watch it. And and I was like, you know, it's pretty fucking funny. You know, I'd spent months editing it. I've seen it a billion times. But to sit down on my own computer and to see my face pop up was the wildest, most out of body experience. So anyways, I just want to say thank you and remember, follow your dreams, write that shit down, be smart about how you put yourself out into the world. And you know what? If you work hard enough and you work your dick off, literally your dreams can come true. But in the meantime, to keep us in the top 10, I'm going to need you to just keep it on. Stream it. Just let that thing run in the background, okay? Comedians, we have to be shameless about this shit. So just go ahead, keep it on your iPad, on your computer, just let it play. 
You don't even have to, to have the sound on if you've already watched it a hundred times, but let's just keep those numbers up. You know what I mean? Keep them up so that Netflix gives me another chance. I will say I have, to, I've been answering a lot of DMs. If you're a little confused, if you don't want to watch the special because you're worried that the material is going to be what I'm doing on tour right now, that's not how it works. So the material that's in this special is an amalgamation of th- things that I've been touring with for years. And then the current tour that I'm on, the comeback tour is a whole new kit and caboodle. And I am shooting that special in three weeks in Atlanta at the Fox Theater. Also, attention, people who are coming to Tampa, Fort Lauderdale, Los Angeles, and the two Atlanta shows where we're filming the special, I have released more seats. So get your tickets. Since the special has come out, all these shows are going to sell out. I don't want to hear it. Heather, I didn't know you were coming to town. Oh, I've never seen your show before. Get your tickets right now. Pull the car to the side. Pull into a Wendy's drive-thru. Tinker tanker on your little cellular or get out your laptop, connect to a hotspot Wi-Fi and get your tickets. Heatherontour.com. Okay, I don't want to hear it because then this material won't be out till another year. So buckle up. We're always eight steps ahead and constantly in the future, which makes you feel a little discombobulated. I got to be honest. I am back in Atlanta right now for five days. Much needed time home. I was really starting, to, like I started to get an eye twitch this weekend in Houston. We'll get to the Houston show in a second. But when I tell you, I started like kind of seasoned backstage and Ray looked at me and, and he was like, are you good? I'm like, I'm just, my body's shutting down. As all these amazing things are happening though, they really put you through, through the ringer. So I'm doing press for the special that's out now. I'm in pre-production for the special that I'm shooting in three weeks. I'm touring. I am, I have a script due. And I'm podcasting. Amazing. Feel so incredibly blessed to wear all these hats. But when you're doing 16 different things at a very elevated, you're always on level, you can start to twitch. You can start to, you know what I mean? Get dry mouth. The acid reflux, it feels like I've had a pill stuck in the back of my throat for like four weeks. And I don't know what it is. You know, I am taking horse pills at night and I am on hair pills. I'm on magnesium. I'm on the multivitamins. I take the AG1. I'm on a lot. I'm on a lot right now. But I I lay down at night and I feel like I'm trying to swallow and I can't swallow. And so then I get a cup of hot sleepy time tea because now I have heard the trick is if you do ever actually get a pill stuck in your throat, drink warm water because that'll like help it dissolve. But I went to bed last night literally rubbing the esophagus because I felt like something was stuck in there. And then I realized it's anxiety. (laughs) It's called the pressure of life. Welcome to the big leagues, bitch. Welcome to the big leagues. And again, incredible problems to have. But it is wild. Once this shit, you know, you think about this, you dream about this your whole life. And then literally, once they basically release you from your horse pen, it's like I've been at the Kentucky Derby and I have not gotten off the track for two weeks. I've been going full steam ahead. And at one point on that last lap, on when I was at the airport in Houston, my, my eyes started to twitch. And you know when you're so tired that you actually somehow end up being energized? I got home and I was so bone chilling tired. Like my, my calves were aching. My brain was foggy. And for some reason I walked in my door, Jeff was still in Richmond seeing his goddaughter and his best bud. And so it was just mom and I, and I walked in that door and I came into my room. It's clean, nothing out of the ordinary. And I just said, I can't do it. And I just ripped open 
all of my toiletry cabinets, okay? I ripped open my all my vanities. I was throwing, I just purged everything because I think I had like a little bit of like a mental breakdown. I think that's what that was. I have been having a lot of intrusive thoughts and <laughs> I realize it happens when you're traveling as much as I am. You just feel a little, like you never feel grounded. Does that make sense? Like I've had this thing recently where I haven't been able to pee on airplanes, Okay. I, I know I have already self-diagnosed myself. This is some sort of disassociation. I mean, I've been getting on airplanes, you know, I'm sitting in the front, your girl likes a first class moment. And then I'll get up to go pee in the bathroom. And all of a sudden I will be like, wait a minute, I'm not in the bathroom. I'm in my seat. I'm TTing in my seat. I have my pants down, but I'm peeing in my seat. And I have to like grab the door and like hit the lock a couple times. And I just like grip onto the side while I'm hovering over this toilet on Delta. And I'm like, am I peeing in my seat? And maybe it's a little triggering because everybody kept tagging me in that story about, you know, God bless, God rest, maybe even the soul who had the diarrheas on that flight to Barcelona out of Atlanta. So I just feel like y'all already thought that was me, even though I didn't go to Barcelona this summer. Regardless, though, I've been having this thing where I haven't been able to pee on an airplane. So I asked somebody about it and they were like, that's an intrusive thought. That's crazy. You need to calm down. You're just a little overworked right now. You're a little tie tie. You know what I mean? And when you when you're in Canada one day, St. Louis the next day, Houston the next day, New York, then Los Angeles and Baton Rouge, then Mississippi. You're just never resting your head in the same place. So you start to feel like, where am I? My time and space is a little off right now. So I haven't been able to pee on airplanes. So we were flying back from Houston and I got up and I peed and I was in this bathroom. I was like, I'm not going to let this thought give me a UTI. So I peed on the airplane. And I'm back, baby. I'm going to be urinating on every single flight from the comfort of the safety of the lavatory. Regardless, though, that's how crazy I feel. And I feel embarrassed to even share that. But I literally, the other day, Jeff and I were flying somewhere and he was like, are you good? And I'm like, Jeff, I can't pee. He's like, are you nuts right now? I said, I cannot get up and pee because I get in the bathroom and then I panic that I'm actually not peeing in the toilet and I'm at my seat. And I'm like just so tired that I don't realize it. Also, when I get off the stage, I run off stage, right? Good night, Houston. I run off stage and then I immediately get out of my glitter costumes because they're very hot and very sweaty. So I take them off. I freshen myself up. I usually do a mega babe wet wipe all over my body, you know, some fresh deodorant. And then I put on a different outfit. I want, it's like playing soccer. I always wanted to get out of my wet clothes. It's like being at swim practice. You got to get out of the wet bathing suit. That's what it's like to perform and do comedy when you wear glitter suits. If you wear one of those glitter suits out and about and just go to brunch, you feel fantastic. But when you have fluorescent lights hitting you and you are basically fighting for your life for 90 minutes doing comedy, you will sweat through them. So the other night in Houston, I run off stage. I'm doing my thing. I'm in my dressing room. I'm looking at myself in the mirror in the dressing room and I'm taking my clothes off and I'm butt naked in the dressing room and I panic. I'm like, am I still on stage? Am I still on stage? Like I literally panicked. I was like, oh my God, this is it. I'm naked. I'm naked on stage. Everybody sees that haven't gotten waxed in a minute. You know what I mean? Eczema flare up all over the, you know, my, my rummy tum. I just panicked. And so I ran to the bathroom and I was like, no, 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 no. And I literally, I'm doing this thing where I have to like grab things around me. Like I'm like touching my Stanley cup. Like, okay, no, 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 I'm good. I know where I am. I'm in my dressing room. So I want you to know that that's what I've been dealing with mentally and physically. 
And then I put on this little dress to go do the meet and greet. And I was like, okay, this is, I, I just think mama, mama hit the threshold of it's time to go home. You know what I mean? So then I get home. I rip open my, my bathroom vanity and I'm just throwing away shit. And I don't hoard products, but you have to realize so much shit gets sent to me. So I have a very organized system. I have this big toiletry cabinet, if you will. It's a linen closet. But I'm underneath my sink, and then I go to Jeff's side, which I know he is just arriving at the house now. He's going to be pissed about it. I'm throwing away athlete's foot cream from 97. You know, because guys have like six toiletries, and it's all athlete's foot, and they haven't had athlete's foot since 97, but they got the can in the back, and you hear roll around every time they open the fucking drawer. Well, it was making me crazy. So my mom comes up with like a glass of wine. She's like, I made you dinner. Now, also, Robin might also be losing it. This is what my mom made me. Talk about a girl dinner. My mom made me this homemade garlic soup. Phenomenal. It's good for immunity. Then she made me uh, eggplant parm and then a, a chicken enchilada. So for dinner on Sunday night, after I finally broke the seal of not being able to pee on airplanes because I didn't know if I was taking a dump in my seat or not, I then had garlic soup, a chicken enchilada, and an eggplant parm. And I looked at her and I looked at my mom. How lucky and grateful am I that I can come home to a beautiful home-cooked meal? And I go, what the fuck is this? She's like, what? I said, mom, this is the most ADHD meal. What did you open three separate cookbooks and then just decide going to make it all? I said, this is unhinged. She's like, well, if you don't like that, I can make you a salmon bruschetta. And I just said, I, I got what is happening? And we both had a laugh. I was like, you you haven't been mentally stimulated because I've been gone for two weeks. I'm overstimulated and we're both going fucking nuts, nuts, cuckoo, crazy, feeling like I'm losing it. So then she sat in the bathroom. <laughs> and I ate garlic soup in my van, like while, while I cleaned out my vanity. I mean, that was my Sunday night. And then I was on such a high from cleaning, even though I'm like bone chilling tired, I could not fall back asleep until like 2 a.m. It, it's just like, I don't know where I am. When you want to go out and have a drink, you know what your first drink should be? I'm talking about Z-Biotics probiotic drink. Here's the thing. This is how you use it in three friendly steps. You have a Z-Biotics and then you drink responsibly, enjoy your drinks through the night, pace yourself, and then tomorrow you can get up feeling refreshed. Zbiotics was created by a team of PhD microbiologists. It's a probiotic drink that breaks down the byproduct of alcohol, which is responsible for rough mornings after you've been drinking. There is nothing worse. You're going out, you're having a nice time, you got a holiday party, but you got work the next day, you got to be doing things, and you want to feel up refreshed like you're ready to seize the day. Well, look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about the Zbiotic pre alcohol initially. Okay. But then while hanging out on the road, I said, let me just try this. I took it and I was actually quite surprised. I gave it a shot and believe me, it's a real deal. I tried other products on the market. This was nice. This was real nice. You know what I mean? So I first gave Zbiotics a try when I was just out and about. I was like, you know what? Just throw it in the bag. Let's see what happens. And I was actually really, really surprised that it worked. And I felt like I was on the top of my game the next morning. And there's nothing worse than when you have to get on a flight and you feel like shit. 
But with ZBiotics Probiotics, I can zip through the airport and feel like a new gal. Go to ZBiotics.com slash absolutely to get 15% off your first order when you use absolutely at checkout. ZBiotics is backed with a 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund you and your money, no questions asked. Remember to head to ZBiotics.com slash absolutely and use our code absolutely at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, ZBiotics, for sponsoring this episode and all of our good times. Knowledge is power. And what kind of knowledge am I talking about? I'm talking about your fertility. Again, if you've seen the special, you know I talk about how I learned about my infertility, but I wouldn't have known that I didn't have any eggs until I did a modern fertility test. I love modern fertility. They have taken the guessing work. They have taken all the hard work out of testing your hormones. You order a kit. They send it to your house. You do a little finger prick, send in your sample back, and they will set you up with medical professionals who can give you an in-depth look into what all your hormones mean. Your AMH, which stands for your anti-mullerian hormone, is basically a marker for your ovarian reserve. What's your ovarian reserve? Hey, how many eggs you got in there? I had done modern fertility because they sent me a kit a couple years ago. This was during the pandemic. And then I said, shit, my AMH is really low. Consulted my doctor. He said, yeah, let's get on this if we're going to start freezing these eggs. And thank God I did it when I did. Now I'm going to have to do another round of IVF probably in the coming of the new year. And so I'm testing it again. Well, how am I going to test my AMH? I'm going to test it with modern fertility. Traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost over $600, but modern fertility tests come from the same general set of hormones for only $179. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely, you can get $20 off your test. Right now, modern fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. That means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Again, that's modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Now back to the podcast. So now I've been home less than 36 hours, but Robin had another, she had an episode this morning. I don't even know what happened. I realized she needs to get out of the house and I need to be in the house. And we're just like two ships crossing in the night that I realize we, we are the same person. We suffer from the same things. And it is so funny being an outsider looking in on your own life and being able to call out like, okay, I need a little time off. And I know Robin needs to be socialized. <laughs> so today I'm coming down the stairs. My sister stopped by to pick up something, whatever. So she runs in, runs out. And so I guess my mom was already like flustered helping my sister look for this paperwork she needed or whatever. Then all of a sudden I hear my mom screaming, okay? This is noon today in the kitchen. No, no, no. I run down the stairs. It sounds as if the dog has died. It sounds as if her diamond has fallen down the toilet and she flushed at the same time. It sounds as if she just robbed a bank and went to open the bag of money and see all of her treasures and then the ink sack went off and then now this crime that she has committed will leave her completely empty-handed. Like the way that, no, no. Like at the end of a mob movie, you know what I mean? When they're like, Vinny, he's gone. That was the noise my mom was making in the kitchen today. So I run in. I'm like, what happened? Are you okay? And she's like, the housekeepers are here. <laughs> Just like, what? So of course the dogs are barking at the door. Now our thing is whenever the housekeepers come, I want to make sure that they don't, you know, have a Frenchie attacking the Swiffer wet jet, right? So I make sure that the dogs go to their trainer for the day. <laughs> My mom just got like, thrown the fuck off. I said, mom, relax. I'll put the dogs in the harness. I'm going to the office. I'll drop them off. And she's just like, I can't do it today. Listen, 
We all have the moms who, when we were growing up, if if the housekeeper was coming, you know, the night before, they would lose their fucking shit. They'd come in your room screaming, you better clean this shit home. Debbie's going to be here in the morning. And you're like, mom, relax. I'm going to put everything in a basket and shut my closet. Like, lay off me. I'm trying to play Sega. You know what I mean? I'm trying to play Zelda. Leave me alone. But my mom had that freak out. Meanwhile, our house is clean, okay? My bathroom's spotless. I threw every single fucking product I own away. I don't even own a toothbrush right now because I had a literal shit fit. So my mom's freaking out. And then I'm I'm handling it. Our poor housekeeper standing outside just while my mom's screaming, fuck! Like it's a, it's a, I don't know. Oh, it came from like the gut. It was like an animal response. And I said, mom, calm the fuck down. What is going on? She's like, I thought it was next Tuesday. I'm like, the housekeeper, sweet Deb, can hear you having a shit fit. Then she's going to come into the house, feel a little insecure, like, is something going on? The last thing we need is people writing Dumois saying we got family drama. (laughs) You just, she just got so anxious that somebody showed up when they weren't supposed to or like, and of course she didn't write it down. She had the date wrong. And I looked at her and then I, I, and that moment felt very grounded. I felt crazy, but I felt grounded because I was like, I get it. Robin is having, I came in with that energy on Sunday night. Now I've pushed it on her. It's like when you show up with the stomach bug and then the whole house, it's going to slowly trickle down. Like I'm sure Jeff, when he gets home this afternoon, will also at some point have a mental breakdown, but that's just what we've been dealing with. So I realize even if you don't want to turn into your mother, you will turn into your mother. So right now I am turning into my mother, but I couldn't figure out where I was getting this just like overstimulated, exhausted, manic energy. And I'm like, oh, it's already in me, baby. It's been brewing a long time, but just need the opportunity to come on out. And the wild thing is, I feel like a very grounded person. Like, yeah, I giggle a lot and I don't think take things too seriously sometimes, but I know who I am. And not being able to pee on an airplane is a pretty terrifying feeling. And I did. I had to get cranberry pills because you can get traveler's UTIs. And we already know I have a small urethra. So anyways, that's what I've been dealing with medically. All that to be said, thank you for streaming my comedy special. (laughs) Thank you. And keep streaming, okay? Because remember, we got to prove to the guys that women deserve a seat at the table. I will say when I was in Canada and I got on Canadian Netflix, it was wild. It was, I had to scroll 25 male comedians in to see another female comedian. Now, obviously mine was at the front. A, we were trending. And B, because it was recently added. And then I had to literally go all the way to the end to then see Ali Wong, who's one of my favorite comedians. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So that's why, if anything, you are supporting other women in comedy when you support me, okay? It trickles down to all the other women who are also menstruating and can't be on airplanes because they're overworked and under, not underappreciated. I I feel very appreciated. Uh, Overworked. And underhydrated. That's what it is. That's what it is. I was thirsty. I've been very fucking thirsty. So somebody DM me and they were like, Heather, saw you drink your full drink and could tell that you ran out of high- <laughs> you ran out of water on stage in Houston. Some people, when they come to shows, they don't give you the amount of effort that I give you, but I will drink an entire solo cup of, you know, hydration with a hydration stick in it. And because I gotta stay hydrated. I don't know how comedians do it where they stand up there, they talk for two hours and they haven't had a little sip, sip of something, you know, to keep the whistle wet. 
I was up there fighting for my life in Houston because it was like 90 degrees. But let's talk about Houston real quick. What a great show. Also, Toronto, I want all the, the gals and guys listening from Toronto. What a fucking great show. What a great show in St. Louis. And then to Chef's Kiss in this quick little tour with uh, a show in Houston was awesome. I do want to say, though, I have an absolutely not. I got a DM right before I'm going on stage. Ray's opening for me. And listen, I know coming into the venue in Houston was a shit show because one of the football games had just gotten out. We were having the show at a major university. But I, I when I'm backstage, I'm, I'm looking at my material. And then I'll, you know, right before I go out, I'll, I'll look through some DMs. There was a clear bag policy at the show in Houston, which everybody got an email about. It was on the tickets when you purchased it because the show was on a college campus. I get this fucking DM from this girl. And at first I felt bad. And then I was sitting on my flight leaving Houston and I just started stewing. I started to feel the fuzz on the back of my teeth and I just started stewing. The message said something with a sort of, hey girl, waiting in line with these other like, you know, thousands of people trying to get into the show. This is bullshit about the bag policy. You should, period, do, period, better period. Do better. Okay. So immediately I'm like, Hey, I'm so sorry. It's on a college campus. Like I don't make the rules. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm sorry. This is an inconvenience. Why was I apologizing? And so I'm sitting on this flight home from Houston, just going do period better period. You know, who you send that to somebody who like, I don't know, tripped a blind kid on the, on the playground. You know what I mean? Do better, Paul, do better. Somebody who, you know, cuts off an elderly person in a parking lot. You know what you do? You knock on the window. Hey, you know what, sir? Do better. Do fucking better. You're a bad person. Do better. I couldn't believe this broad had the caucasity to say, do better. I don't make the rules at the shows. I make some rules. But if you're, you guys, you do better. You do better. Read the fucking directions on the ticket. Don't show up so fucking blind and privileged that you didn't know that, hey, you're on a college campus. There are rules and regulations. If you don't think before I went to the Beyonce concert, I read those that fine print on those tickets 65 fucking times. I knew where the exits were in case of an emergency. I looked up all the food vendors. I knew where I could get chicken tenders, tots, and a loaded hot dog within 10 seconds of my seat. Why? Because I plan. Because I'm three months in, in the future. I can't pee on airplanes because I'm having a little anxiety. But regardless, I'm doing better because I'm ahead of the game. So I'm like, I felt bad. I, hey, I'm so sorry, but I don't make the rules. Like, you know, I'm, I'm so sorry about that. And then I'm sitting on this flight like this dumb cunt telling me to do better. Well, we have a clear bag policy on college campuses. So there isn't crime. Hey, do better. Don't attack students on campuses. I just was sitting there. I just, oh, I just started to get crazy. I flew back with Tina and I told her, I said, I just spent the last two hours just sitting there grinding my fucking gears about this bitch telling me to do better. You know what? And I'm sorry. It, yeah. And I opened the show saying if there's a couple Chanel purses in the bushes, you know, we're on the honor system. I've done that before when I didn't read the directions and had to ditch a Gucci in a garbage can that I then went back to get. 
But you know what I've done? Done better since then. Do better. You know what? You do better. You're rolling in with 45-year girlfriends and you didn't read the ticket, the email. Unbelievable. And now I'm getting scolded at my show. You know what I've done? Everything. Okay? I have a traveler's UTI. I had an eczema flare-up. The Achilles was tight. My sciatica was throbbing. My hair extensions are being held on by a hope and a fucking prayer. I had enchiladas right before I went on, so wasn't feeling fantastic. I was trying to not shit myself, have sweat run down my leg, and not let my thighs rub together and chafe so we'd start a forest fire in my fucking crotch. Meanwhile, I'm trying to entertain, you know, deal with woo girls in the back, and make sure this party gets started. So you know what? Emily, do better. You bitch. <laughs> That's the thing. In the moment, I'm such an, uh, you know, I'll, I apologize for shit that I haven't even done. I'm so sorry. I'm such a people pleaser. Are you inconvenienced? I'm so sorry. What happened? No, no. Because I, I understand there's a huge responsibility when my name is on a marquee. But then after it's settled a couple, you know, 12 hours later, I take you do better. Do fucking better. Read the goddamn directions. When folks ask me, Heather, where did you get that cute linen dress? It's Quince. When people ask me, where did you get your sheets? It's Quince. When my mother is wearing 65 cashmere sweaters for the next seven months, where does she get them? Quince. Literally, while I was leaving to come down to record this, my mom stopped me and she goes, I need that discount. I need, I, what, what's the setup for Quince? I need to, let me know if you got a deal at Quince because she is obsessed. I have been wearing Quince for a really long time and I'm so glad that they're a part of the podcast now. But Quince is literally my go-to place for luxury essentials at prices within reach. I honestly thought it was fake at first. I was like, there's no way that this is such high quality stuff. Robin has been shouting it from the rooftops of how much she loves her cashmere. 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters from literally $50. They have washable silk tops and dresses and flattering pants that make putting together any outfit that much easier. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings onto us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I freaking love that. I have like four linen dresses that I wore all over Italy this summer, all from Quince. I just got their sheets. You can get everything you can imagine. Just got a leather jacket, like this very cool short leather jacket that kind of looks like a moto jacket. It's fire. Everything I get is from them. And I freaking love it. Get affordable luxury with Quince. Go to quince.com slash absolutely for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash absolutely to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash absolutely. Fable Pets designs gear that solves problems for you and your pet so the two of you can enjoy exploring the world together. Being a pet parent is amazing and rewarding experience, but not without its pain points, okay? This is why I love Fable Pets. They have an innovative line of products that is designed to work both for you and your pet with all minimalist and sleek aesthetic that'll complement your personal style. They have an incredible signature crate that could literally double. We love a two-for-one, right? We love a two-for-one situation, but it has such a nice, sleek, minimal design that it could double as a 
side end table or nightstand. It has a garage-style gate, which stores discreetly and has windows on all three sides and on the gate to balance generous airflow and light in a serene den-like environment for your pet to recover from adventuring. I mean, listen, that was one big thing. My trainer said, you know, if if the dogs need to feel safe in their space, so get a crate. And you know what? My, my little Mac and my little Riggs love to relax, calm down. They're overstimulated. They need to calm down in the crate. Well, I love the Fable Signature Crate. Also really love the Magic Leash, okay? It's hands-free walking leash that can be worn as a belt, crossbody, or a wrist strap. The leash has a patent clip custom designed to prevent accidental unclipping. It's waterproof, so you can't get the mold. It's smell-proof, durable, and easy to clean. And it's made from industrial-strength brush cord and matte black aluminum hardware. They also have the Signature Harness, which just launched. It's shock-absorbing technology on the back connection point and a custom-fit harness on a non-restrictive adjustable straps along the neck, chest, and along the front. We love it. Listen, they've got toys. They've got ceramic bowls, other aesthetic home products, including beds and more. So check them out. I really love them. Exclusively for Absolutely Not listeners, Fable Pets is offering 20% off site-wide discount. Visit www.fablepets.com slash absolutely for more information. That's www.fablepets.com slash absolutely for an exclusive 20% off at checkout. What else is going on? Let's see. Oh, listen, big shout out to the girls that were at the Toronto show. So I'm doing my bits. I'm maybe 30 minutes into my show and I look over to my left and there's a woman with a, a white turtleneck. And all of a sudden there's just these glowing orbs on her breasts and I can just see them pulsing. Mm, mm, mm. And I finally call her out. I thought she had some sort of Halloween costume on. Like she was going as a fembot from Austin Powers. Remember they had those little guns that came out and they, you know, they were like lasers. So I, I, I stopped the show and I just go, ma'am, I'm so sorry, but do you have a glow up bra on right now? And she kind of looked at me like you dumb bitch. And she said, I'm pumping right now. And when I tell you, I wanted to shove my own foot so deep down my throat that it would kick me in the asshole. I was like, of course you are. You want to know why? Because women can do everything. This woman came to the show, was a celebratory participating audience member. And she's like, I got to feed my children when I get home. So I'm having a little girl's night out while also being a loving, nurturing mother. And I don't know why, if she hadn't been in a white shirt, I probably wouldn't have noticed it, but it was just these throbbing, uh, pulsing orbs. And I was just like, I hadn't laughed that hard in a minute. I was like, I am such a cunt right now. And I wasn't calling her out like, what the fuck is that? I was like, ma'am, can I ask you, what is this costume you have on? She's like, they're breast pumps, Heather. Okay, get on my level. She's like, this, this little shit's been attached to me. I'm four weeks postpartum. This is the first time I've even shaved my legs and washed my hair since this little shit ripped me tip from taint. So if I want to come out and sit on the front row, but I got to pump and maybe dump while I'm here, let a bitch live. And then the entire audience just slow clap for. I mean, we are not worthy. Could you imagine if guys, you know, ever wanted to go to a Creed concert, but they had to lactate themselves? It, There'd be no one in the audience. We already know this. I mean, if Jeff gets a hemorrhoid and has to also watch Penn State football on the same day, his brain explodes. You know what I mean? If he has to be a spectator while also doing something medical, he couldn't handle it. I mean, the guy gets fucking dry eyes and he's just walking around the house like he's lost his vision. You know, he's like, I need a sandwich. 
and you're like, fuck me. Get the eye drops. You know what I mean? You've been standing directly under a fan for six hours, Jeff. I, like, what do you want from me? I mean, gets a little tickle in the throat. Surprised he doesn't throw himself in oncoming traffic. Meanwhile, I've had a UTI. I've had acid reflux. I've had a literal pill stuck in the back of my throat. I've had eczema, calf thrombosis, and maybe even close to a blood clot. And you know what I'm doing? Tap dancing for the Lord. Women can do anything. Anything. You know what I mean? We had a beautiful breast cancer survivor in our front row. I I went up to her. I said, you got big titties. She's like, hey, second time around, breast cancer survivor. And they were beautiful jugs. That's the thing, too. If you're going to go, if you have to do the reconstructive surgery, like, I'm saying go fucking big. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, she had good titties. And I said, well, they did a great job. Congratulations. We're so grateful that you're here and that you're healthy. But when I'm telling you, no, she did it right. She got them big titties. You know, I'm not go- like, you know, God forbid, knock on wood. I'm not going sensible Sally with the B cup. I'm saying, let's let this shit pop off, you know? And she was glass half full about it. She's like, yeah, I survived breast cancer, but look at these titties. And I'm like, that's the attitude we all need. You know what I mean? We got mom over here pumping, being a, being a, a phenomenal caretaker. We got the lady on the front surviving, letting them titties sparkle in the sun to let everybody know, hey, guess what? She believed she could and she fucking survived. You know, and then I got a bitch telling me, do better. Well, that's emotionally where I have been. That's why I've been in a spiral. What else went on? St. Louis was great. I mean, it's just been really fun. The shows have been so phenomenal. I'm, it's so overwhelming thinking that we're already ready to shoot this special, but I got a little, I got a little tip and trick for you guys. Not, it's not a tip or a trick, but we are going to be adding more shows. I thought this tour was going to be over in November. Bada bing, bada boom, we're done. Guess what? Supply and demand, baby. That's how business works. We're going to be adding shows from January, I think through May to cities we did not get to in this last like hundred shows. We're going international. I don't know if I'm allowed to announce this. We're going to Australia. We're going to try and add some European dates. So everybody buckle the fuck up. Okay. So if you didn't get to see this current tour, we are going to be going international too. I don't even know if I have fans in Australia. Actually, I have two fabulous fans in Australia that came to my show in Seattle and I'm going to take them out on a yacht to say thank you. But we're going to be hitting it. I'm coming down under. Sorry. No. Oh, no. We're going to be doing it and I cannot wait. So I'll be announcing that very soon. But either way, it's been so much fun. And this weekend, I'm going to be in Tampa and Fort Lauderdale. Tampa, I'm pretty sure, is sold out. Fort Lauderdale, I do know we have some tickets left for that. And then I'm playing an epic show November 4th at the Pantages Theater in Los Angeles, Los Angeles, California. Yes, L.A., Hollywood, baby. If you've been to the Pantages and you've seen Hamilton, my show is nothing like that. But it is going to be such an epic night. We have some tickets left at the Pantages. Come out. These L.A. little, you know, girlies. They like to wait to the last minute and then it's going to be sold out and I'm going to get DMs. Heather, we're coming from the Valley. There's no tickets left. And I'm going to say, hey, you know what, Shania? I told you to get your tickets. Get your tickets at heatherontour.com. And Atlanta, I'm excited. I'm so excited. But I'm going to tell you this right now. The last two shows that we did at the Fox were rowdy. And I am filming. We are filming the special. It's going to be an amazing night of comedy. You're going to have such a blast. But I need y'all to eat a sandwich 
before you have your white wines. Come and be a spectator. Enjoy yourself. We're going to have a blast. We're going to have so much fun. But don't show up and just start screaming. Where's your mom? She's there. Calm down. Let a bitch do what she needs to do. Okay? I can't believe it, though. I can't believe it. So just so y'all know, this is why I can't be on airplanes is because this is what I've been doing in the last three weeks. And it's all great. Again, I feel richly blessed, but I also may have had a panic attack Sunday (laughs) and maybe every day. You know what I mean? Okay. Anyways, enough about me. I I don't even know what the fuck we're talking about today. Let's get to the voicemails. As always, you can call into the hotline 800-213-7503. Let's get right into these. Oh, also side note, I got a letter in the mail today that I'm supposed to do jury duty the day I'm supposed to shoot my special. You know what we're going to do? Defer. Also, I just did it last year. Anyways, let's get to this. Hey, Heather. It's Bethany from Fort Worth. And I don't have an absolutely not, but I have something to say to you. And I have been thinking about it. You know, my own Roman empire that I think about weekly is when, I know you don't know if you can say this on your podcast yet, but when you took a big bite out of the farmer's dog in the video you did at your show, I have been thinking about it since it happened. It grossed me out to my absolute core, but I know it's fresh food and it's like human grade food that I fed my dog. And I understand, but I need to know, was it fake dog food? Did you really take a bite out of the farmer's dog? Like, did you spit it out after? Like, how did you not vomit? Did it taste good? I just have a lot of thoughts and I cannot stop thinking about it. And I just need to know more details. So whenever you can address this on the podcast, I'd really like to know. (sighs) Anyway, love you, girl. Bye. Love you. All right. If you haven't been to the live show, what she is referring to is I play uh, an opening video before I come out. And it's, you know, a, a video of one of my favorite characters that I used to do all the time named Margie McDaniels. If you know, you know. And if you don't know who this is, just come to the show. It'll all make sense in the end. In that video, I do take a heaping spoonful of farmer's dog straight to the dome. Now, here's the reason. Was it really farmer's dog when I shot it? It was. Did I put it in my mouth and keep it in my mouth and chew it for multiple seconds? I sure did. And the reason I was able to do that is your farmer's dog, shout out. I don't even think they're a sponsor of the podcast today, but they are such a great fresh brand that one time I was in my kitchen and I opened it up and I thought it was tuna salad or like chicken salad. That's how fresh this shit looks. Okay. I, I went over to the thing. We had just gotten the farmer's dog. My mom had put it in a separate little glass container and I'm like, oh my God, this tuna salad looks fucking delicious. I mean, I'm raw dogging it. I'm taking a full spoon that, that, that putting it to the mouth. And I get about two swallows in till my mom comes in the kitchen. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, I'm going to pound town on this tuna salad. She said, Heather, that's not tuna. That's turkey. That's farmer's dog. And I didn't get sick. I kind of just went with it and I let it ride. I have never told anybody this. This is really just an episode of confessions that I'm not proud of. So I have had at least probably a cup and a half of farmer's dog before without even realizing it was dog food. And I got to be honest with you, I had a little extra pep in my step those days. So that just is a testament to the level of fat assery that I am at. I don't really look at labels for most things. If you have a sweet treat in the kitchen, I mean, I've eaten, you know, many candles before because I didn't see the wick and I thought it was an Oreo. You know, I have, what else have I eaten? I mean, my God, I've cracked a tooth 
I've cracked a tooth on a damn earring before that just looked a little shiny. And I thought, I don't know, it might be, you know, a metallic cookie. I've done a lot of things I'm not proud of. They're usually food related because I don't take the time or, you know, spend the effort making sure things are edible. So yes, I did really eat farmer's dog in that video. It's delicious. I don't recommend, you know, humans doing that, but I will say my dog's coats have never looked clearer. And you know what? Hey, pure protein, baby. We're basically living that keto life. You don't just have to be a stellar athlete to be dehydrated. Let me tell you what, honey, the way I travel, the way I'm on the road, the way I'm doing shows, the way I'm wheeling and dealing, running the empire, I can get dehydrated. And I have noticed such a big difference. When I stay hydrated, I feel better. I'm nicer. I do all the things. Listen, this is why I love liquid IV, okay? You don't have to be an athlete to need extra hydration throughout the day. From Zoom meetings and workouts to long travel days and fun nights out, liquid IV makes it easy to stay hydrated. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins, and nutrients for everyday wellness, Liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water alone, all in a single stick. And now their hydration multiplier comes in three delicious sugar-free flavors. White peach is my absolute all-time favorite. It's absolutely delicious. Put it over some crushed ice. Chef's kiss. Love the green grape and the lemon lime and a proprietary zero sugar hydration solution with no artificial sweeteners. I love their regular formula, but if you're also wanting something that's a little less sweet and you know, you're watching your sugars, great. Go for the sugar-free flavors. I'm telling you, they're all delicious. And I love it. It comes in little travel packs. I throw them in my bag. That is a, like literally what I put in my little solo cup before I walk on stage is a sugar-free white peach, or I love the green grape or even the lemon lime, one of those in some water. And that keeps me hydrated the entire show as I sweat my ass off. Grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at our favorite Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code absolutely at checkout. Again, that's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code absolutely at liquidiv.com. This episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast is brought to you by Saks.com. Again, that's Saks.com. Listen, I love, you know, replenishing my closet for some fabulous fall fashion. And when I am thinking, okay, all right, I'm busy. I'm on the road. I'm touring. Where do I go? I just need to be able to go somewhere fabulous online, order the things and have it delivered to my house in the best way. That's why I love Saks.com. Also, you know, you can type in keywords like maybe cozy vibes or maybe I'm feeling like a disco vibe. Oh, but you know what I love for fall? I love a power suit. Okay. Nothing makes me feel more empowered as a boss babe than a power suit. So I can literally just type in on sex.com. I can be like, Hey, where's my power suiting at? Ooh, or maybe I want a freakum dress. Maybe I want that revenge dressing. Maybe you just broke up with your ex and you're like, listen, I know I'm going to run into him at a bat mitzvah. So I need to type in revenge dress. They have everything. You can shop just on your vibe. Listen, we love Saks.com. Of all the fun ways to shop Saks.com, you can shop by your star sign, by vibe, or by your favorite 90s revival trend. At Saks.com, you can even shop by situation, like finding the perfect revenge dress from brands like Christopher Esber or Cult Gaia, which you know is a fan favorite. They have all the top brands, all the things you love, Anything you could ever imagine is right there at Saks.com. Discover new ways to shop for everything every day at Saks.com. And another reason I love Saks.com is they have fabulous designer shoes in those big girl sizes. So if you have a cheddar block foot, just like me, don't worry. You can get the Stuart Whites when you can get all the good stuff. Again, that's Saks.com. Shop for anything for every day and for everything at Saks.com. Hi, Heather. 
Um, I have an absolutely yes for you. Ignore my last voicemail. It's a little tipsy. But I am sitting in a nice bowl bath with a white claw in my hand. You can probably hear yourself on my TV in my bathroom. Great idea, by the way. After a long, stressful week, just drove home nine hours from work and, you know, might be sending a little naughty pics to my boyfriend. And just absolutely yes to you being my relaxation on this Friday. You fucking rock. Love. I love the special. You're killing it. All right. I'm going to go drink some more. Bye. Okay, so that sweet caller just made a confession that she's been watching my special and jerking off in the tub. And I got to be honest with you, I've never felt more flattered by that in my life. I mean, she just said she drove nine hours. Also, ma'am, what are you doing for work? Who just drives nine hours home from work? That's like driving from Tennessee to fucking Fort Lauderdale. That's a far commute. And she said she was sitting in the bath watching my special which I love. Thank you for the support and sending naughty photos to her boyfriend. Listen, I'm glad that I can make people horny, you know, because I think there were a lot of guys that I used to date that I for sure didn't make horny. So it's nice to know that I've had a little bit of a glow up and I now make, you know, male, female, whomever. I'm glad that other people are getting turned on by me. And that is, you know, secretively, that is, that's fun. (laughs) You know, I'm blushing. Stop. Don't look at me. But I, oh God, naughty photos. Naughty photos of the boyfriend. You know, I, years ago, I've been with Jeff forever. I picked up his iPad once and I was scrolling through it, right? I was looking for something and I saw some titties on there and I I got pissed. I got pissed. And not that, I mean, I know he looks at porn. All guys do whatever. I don't care. But I was like, who the fuck is this? And he's like, it's you, Heather. And I zoomed in. I said, I know that mole. I know that freckle. Yep, that is, I have a specific like kind of wrinkle of skin, almost like a little dimple underneath the left areola. And I was like, that is me. That is me, in fact. So I have, I, you know, I used to send nudes. I don't anymore. Probably should. You know, here's the thing too. I'm one of those people, I look far more attractive, completely naked than I do in lingerie. Does that make sense? Like there's something about the way my whole body, the way it like settles. I look better totally naked. Now I look better if I'm laying back and the tits are perked up a little bit with a nice little lower lumbar support, you know, but I always was one of those people. I look way better in in just fully in the buff running around backstage than I do in a thong and some sort of bralette. You know, big shout out to the girls with small perky titties who can wear a bralette. Your girl hasn't wore, worn anything with let in it since I'd say 05, all right? But man, I love that. I love that we can relax. I love that somehow me confessing all of my anxiety, all of my physical conditions. Someone's going to be sitting in the bath listening to this saying, you know what? Heather may be fucked up right now, but it makes me feel better about myself. And that is, at the end of the day, that is the sole purpose of what I'm doing in life is to make you feel better while I run myself into the ground because I'm a puppet for Hollywood. I'm kidding. Also, side note, just want you to know the success of this special will not change me. I came home and my mom literally was already yelling at me that I owed her $980. You guys, Robin has been shaking me down for cash every time I come home from the road. This woman is, you know, she'll go pick up my dry cleaning. She'll, you know, take the dogs to camp every day, keep them stimulated and running around. She'll get them groomed, yada, yada, yada. I say, mom, keep receipts. Obviously, I'm going to pay you. But when I say my foot does not even step over the threshold, I don't even get a crisp, 
poppy probiotic soda in my hand before Robin is like, you know, you owe me $965. You know, I found your checkbook and I'm just going to write myself a check. Like money has been just being taken out of my business account because my mom is cutting herself a check. And I realized because my mom is depositing some checks for me, she knows what's going in the account. So she's been very strategic about what she's taking out of the account. She's a fucking, not a scammer. Robin is a con artist and I'm catching her in the act. And I want you to know, mom, when you listen to this, I know that you know that I know that I probably do owe you money, but I, I took you to dinner last night. I bought this bitch a $100 bottle of Barolo. And she said, eh, kind of dry. I said, I'm going to kill her. I'm just going to take her out back and crack the neck. But I love her so much. You know, it's like when you see your pets and you just want to squeeze them. You, I used to have this rabbit named Rosebud. And I used to just, oh, we had Buttercup and Rosebud. And I, when I was a kid, I didn't realize. I'd squeeze it because I loved it so much. And the, the poor thing would just be like, ah, making this noise. My dad was like, Heather, put the fucking bunny down. And I said, Dad, it's talking. And he's like, it's not talking. You're strangling the bunny. I mean, I'm like three. And that's sometimes what I do with my mom. I'm like, I love you so much for making me a garlic soup, a chicken parm, and an enchilada. You know what I mean? Not even in the same category, not even the same flavor profile. And I sat there and I threw out athlete's foot cream that had expired while my mom just sat there on the toilet drinking a glass of wine telling me that I owed her money. You know, I'm like, I haven't slept in two weeks. Here we go. All right, let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather. Just this morning, I was listening to you say we need to, as a collective, do better. And that was in my mind as I walked into my girlfriend's 40th birthday tonight, where she reserved an entire private movie theater for us to watch Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour. Um. As a collective, I agree we should show up better. We should eat a protein. We should not drink ourselves to death. And yet, when I walked in the door, I panicked. I had had a rough week at work. I've been fighting a little something. And I bought two bottles of white wine. I panicked, and I, I bought them. I drank almost both fully, and I found myself crushing an entire cup of white wine by accident in between my thighs. My romper was soaked. It was a really low point. But then I thought, you'd be proud of me, actually. I don't know. I think this is an absolutely yes, but maybe it's an absolutely not. I'm not positive. Here's the 40th birthdays. Here's the Taylor Swift heiress tour in the movie theater. And here's the girlfriends. You know what I mean? 40th birthdays, they're the best. It's a new era. A new era, if you will. All right. Love and light. This is Jen in New York. Bye. All right. This is wild. I did not even know that this was one of the voicemails. So I guess I must have said two weeks ago or something to, that we do. We need to be doing better. But that's that goes back to my point about this DM from this woman. I'm saying show up for yourself. Be nicer to your friends. Do better. But this bitch had the audacity to tell me I had to do better because she couldn't get her Chanel purse in the fucking facility. Wow. See, this is, everything's full circle always. Okay, ma'am. So what you're saying is that you felt you needed to do better in that instant instance because you were panicking about going to the Eras tour, seeing it at the movie and you drank too much 
and you crushed a white wine that you had in between your pants. Let me tell you what, there is nothing worse than A, wearing a romper, period, and then B, wearing a romper, well, and starting your period, and then three, wearing a romper and spilling a drink in the crotch of a romper because it's just, it's soaked. It's soaked. It's not like you can just change one part of the outfit. The whole outfit's fucked. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, I'm going to change the skirt, but I can keep on a dry top. No, the whole thing's got to go. The whole thing's got to go. Oh my God, nothing worse. Nothing worse than a white wine crotch. Hey, I'll tell you what, we were leaving St. Louis and I spilled a latte all over my uh, Spanx leggings and I had, you know, hazelnut latte crotch all the way to Houston. I mean, people in that United flight were kind of looking at me like something's something's brewing. And I said, it's, it's, you know, I mean, I, my, my, my vagina was caffeinated up. I don't even think half a dollop hit the lips, but that pussy was fired up and ready to go. Here's the thing. Also give yourself grace. You know what I mean? You had a hard week. You wanted to hang out with the girls. It's your 40th birthday. And listen, 40, 40 is a time I feel like specifically for women, right? Guys, guys, all right, you're 40. You're just hitting your stride. Any guy can start getting some grays and, you know, it only makes them more attractive. When we hit 40 as a woman, if you don't have kids, you feel like, well, you're behind the times. If you do have kids, you think you missed out on, you know, your 30s having these little shits run around. If you're, you know, you're starting to now look that when you you look on Instagram, you're not even looking at weight loss tips anymore. You're realizing how can you take the fat from your ass and put it back in your face because the jowls are starting to droop. Like 40 is already already a very shaky, insecure time for a woman. And I know age is just a number. So I'm not saying that anybody who feels 40 should feel this way. But listen, these are the private conversations that you know we all have, right? I'm turning 37 next year. And I know I'm not there yet, but I'm already noticing. I've got a little loose skin in the lower jowl. You know, I've said my entire life, I got a thick neck, thin ankles. Turns out that's just like baby fat that's starting to droop. Okay, I'm already looking who can do a little neck lift. I don't want to do anything to the top of the face. Just get this, you know, tighten it up a little bit. So you're already going into a 40th birthday like my tits aren't sitting where they used to. You know what I mean? Vagina's dry. I can't get rid of this eczema. Whatever your ailment is. So you're already going in a little bit lit. And then you got to go sit and watch Taylor Swift shake her very fit ass on the big screen, which is, you know, good for her. Good for her. And you're like, yeah, I may have blacked out a little bit. I wanted to have two bottles of white wine because I, you know, I'm stressed out. The kids are making me feel exhausted. My husband's making me feel like the mental load is too much. You know, and I've been on a seven-day paleo cleanse. And you know what I want? I don't even want the wine. I want to know what a fucking grain feels like. And the closest thing I can get to a grain is a grape. And therefore, that's why I'm drinking two bottles of white wine. You just want to feel, you know, quinoa and some, I don't know, buckwheat across the teeth. But you can't do that because you told your other girlfriends leading up to your 40th birthday, you were going to go paleo. Okay, so now, and that's the thing. Anytime I've ever done a diet, I'll be hardcore like keto or some shit. I'm eating racks of lamb. I'm eating a bone and ribeye. I haven't had a vegetable in, you know, 62 days. And then once I black out, like once I'm like, fuck this. It'll be a random day. You're like 30 days into the program and you're like, fuck it, I want 17 dirty martinis. You can't even justify it. It's not like I'm going to get what I actually want, which is like a baked potato. I just say, fuck it, and I lose my mind and and I go grab alcohol. And it's a bad idea. 
I mean, after the show in Houston, I hadn't had any drinks that weekend because, you know, we're working and wheeling and dealing. And then I had like 16 Mezcal margaritas. I'm not even a big Mezcal girly, okay? I had 16 Mezcal margaritas. And when I tell you Sunday, I was seeing stars. So that's probably why I was mostly hungover and stewing on that flight on my way back, just thinking, do better. You do better. Read the damn directions. But what am I trying to say to this? Either way, yes, we all need to do better. You're right. We all need to do better. We all need to take care of ourselves better. I mean, this is a great example. You know, we we reach for the white wine when, you know what we probably need? A nap. I know I need a nap. We reach for the chocolate and the, the triglycerides and we reach for the hot Cheetos when, you know, what we need to probably do talk to somebody about our feelings instead of just woofing them down in the back of the Jetta. You know, I mean, listen, remember that it's not even remember, you know, that TLC show, My Strange Addiction, you know, the lady who like eats rocks. Did you ever see the one where the woman would eat the inside of a couch, the stuffing and couches? I get it. I get it. Like I used to really judge those people, which was not nice of me. But you know what? I've been so stressed these last two weeks. I get it. You know, I was sitting in that the Conrad Hotel in Midtown in New York, and I was kind of looking at one of those couch cushions like, what's in that bad boy? You know, not that I wanted it, but I kind of got it. Like it, it, it was like an outer body. Like, should I just suck on that pillow for a second? Wonder if it's going to make me feel alive. So I get it. You know, the strange addiction where the woman thinks that she's married to the Eiffel Tower. I get it. The guy used to have sex with a Corvette. I get it. Sometimes we're going full steam ahead and going so full throttle that we almost we're, we're like outside of our bodies looking in. Again, I believe that's called disassociation. <laughs> you know what I mean? I get it. Some days you got to just say no to the plans. Say, I'm going to stay home. I'm going to take a bubble bath. I'm going to watch Heather McMahon special. I'm going to send nude pics to random strangers. Sometimes that's what you need. Sometimes we got to say, no, I can't do it. I would love to go to the movies. I'd love to see the Eras tour, but I'm in a fragile state right now. I'm wearing a fucking romper and I haven't had full blood supply to my crotch since I put this thing on two hours ago. You and I both know we're too tall for rompers. I can't get out of a romper. I panic. I shouldn't have come here. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go watch the Eras tour on a Tuesday at 10 a.m. by myself where it's just me and some guy in the back corner jerking off at the movies because that's mentally what I, what I can handle right now. This is a great lesson. Do better, but be better to ourselves. And in that moment, when I was apologizing for somebody else who didn't read the directions, I needed to do better in that moment and just ignore it and just go, you know, when I'm going, I'm doing the show for everybody else who is doing their best because we're all doing our best. You know what I mean? Do better. In the words of Melania Trump, be best. You remember when she came out with that? Like literally politics to the side. Remember when Melania Trump's her, her national campaign to, to get America on the same page was just be best. What did that even mean? What was she saying be best about? Be best campaign. Let's see. Okay, here we go. This is their mission statement. The mission of the be best. Okay, hold on. The mission of be best is to focus on some of the major issues facing children today with the goal of encouraging children to be best in their individual paths while also teaching them the importance of social, emotional, and physical health. Okay, well, guess what? 
<laughs> looks like I could have been the poster child for Melania Trump's Be Best campaign. Because <laughs> I'm essentially trying to teach y'all to be best, but for not for children, for adults. I am trying to encourage adult, pretty much adult women to be best in their individual paths while also teaching them the importance of social, emotional, and physical health. <laughs> that makes me laugh. Oh, my God. So what I have concluded from this entire segment of the podcast is I'm running for office, okay? And my slogan's going to go, do better. And you know what we're going to do? Go on the next door app. And when somebody says, you know, this is what's happening in my neighborhood, I'm going to show up at people's houses and just yell, do better, Carl, do better. Melania Trump may have be best. Well, I'm going to say, do better. Do fucking better. Oh, your taxes are late. Mm, do better. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. What, what's another thing that's a, a national crisis? Oh, you don't have health insurance? Do better. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do better. I'm going to roll up to local city council that you know, won't set aside money for the Christmas parade of the local county. I'm going to say, do better. You know? Hey, Marsha, where's all that money that we thought we were going to have for, you know, all the rides for the Christmas parade in downtown Roswell? Oh, I see you went shopping at a Talbot's. Do better. Do better. I would love to just go up to Mitch McConnell and go, hey, honey, do better. And then I realized he didn't know what was going on. Okay, anyways, great. These are great. I'm on a spiral. I'm on a tear. All right, I'm going to do one more, and then we're going to get the hell out of here. Hey, Heather. I just want to say congrats on your special. I started my day off with an absolutely yes of watching you after dropping my son off at daycare and having a surprise day off from work. So that was my absolutely yes. But I just had an absolutely not at Costco, of all places. Um, I know you love Costco. I thought it would be the next fun thing to do on my day off. Strolling around, sipping my coffee, picking up all my Kirkland brand stuff, um, only to remember that they don't take Discover, which is the only credit card I had on hand today. So I left my cart of $650 there and begged the customer service agent to please keep the cart for me and that I would be back gets better. Get to the parking lot and I'm reversing and somebody hits me while reversing in the parking lot. So I'm going to reset my energy as I drive home to go get a different credit card because I am lucky enough to have more at home and we'll return to Costco only to hopefully redeem myself. Great job on the stand-up. Definitely the highest point of my day. Well, let me tell you what, sister friend. I love you. Thank you for sharing that. And you know what? Listen, we're all going through life and able to call ourselves out on this shit. You know what I mean? When I'm having a tear or a spiral or whatever, I'm at least able to be like, I know why I'm acting like this because I need to go put myself to sleep. You know, in the words of Bethany Frankel, talking to Kelly Ben Simone on the episode of Scary Island of the Real Housewives of New York, go to sleep, go to sleep. You know what I mean? I know when I need to go to sleep. Okay. Listen, there is nothing more frustrating than going to Costco every, I'd say six months, they change what kind of source of barter or um, 
how you can pay for your goods, okay? You know, it used to be only American Expresses, which I'm an Amex girl. Then they change it to only Visas. Next week, it's going to be a MasterCard. Then they're going to come in, you're like, you got to pay in children's teeth. You know, like, I don't even understand how you're supposed to pay for this shit half the time. I get up there, I've got two flat beds, because you know on my days off, I love to do domestic shit. There is nothing that gives me a higher rush in the world than going to Costco by myself with a flatbed cart, okay? I love it. I live for it. I want it. When I go to Trader Joe's, I look at the frequent flyer. I want to know, want to know all the new fall-flavored things. I want to know, oh, do they have a pumpkin lotion and an argan oil? Oh, and a ravioli? I'm getting it all. That is what brings me joy because I am so I am gone all the time that when I'm home, I like to, in the words of Dorinda Medley, make it nice, okay? I like to do better and make it nice. But there is nothing more frustrating than when you have to, I mean, Going to Costco without the right credit card is like jumping out of an airplane with no parachute, okay? It is like, forget it, good luck to you, we'll see ya, good luck. I mean, that is just the worst fucking feeling. Just so you know, I had a mental breakdown once at Costco because I had my dead dad's Costco card and I didn't realize I grabbed the wrong one because my mom just has like a bowl in the laundry room with all of our like cards for like, you know, Ingles and Publix and Whole Foods or whatever. And I couldn't get some things and they were like, well, sweetie, can you call your dad and see if he can renew? And I told the lady, I was like, I can't call him. He's dead. And this was fresh. This was fresh after my dad had died. And so I, too, have had my own nervous breakdown at a Costco. <laughs> There's nothing worse. But you know what? When you do find a great Costco employee who's like, I'm going to hold this cart. All right, you got an hour and a half. And you're like, thank you, Tammy. Thank you so much. There's nothing better. When you find somebody in the patio furniture section who's going to let you know, hey, listen, here's the thing. I put a case of that really good Chianti that's only $15.99 a bottle. It's hiding behind the loose tires in the corner. And you're like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, it is. When you get double samples, oh my God. When they see that cart coming back around, you're like, I already know I tried this Havarti dill cheese, but I'm coming back. And I, you and you know, you make eye contact with the sample lady. You're like, you're not going to tell anybody I've been here six times, are you? And they're like, listen, guess what? I don't even work for Costco. I'm an outside 1099 employee. Yeah. If you didn't know that the people are doing samples, that's like an hourly gig. Okay. They're not even, they're not even Costco employees. They come from some like consumer reports company. Like Johnson and Johnson or Johnson and Swanson, you know, whoever does it, those marketing research things. Side note, when I was really broke, I used to do those all the time. And I would go in person to the, cons it's Consumer Reports, but what is it also called? Marketing, market research, market research. I would go to the, these market researches and it was always by Perimeter Mall in Atlanta. And it would be for like anything. It'd be anything from like TV shows to cereals to lotion to Pizza Hut's coming out with a new style of stuffed crust pizza. And I was your girl. And you'd walk out and you'd get a check, a actual check for $50 as soon as you walked out of this like two and a half hour market research. And I did those all the time from, I'd say when I was like 19 to like probably 36. And that is, if you want to know why I am such a tastemaker, it's because I spent my entire 20s and early 30s when I had no money doing market research. I know what sells good, well. I know what the, what, the, what the people are looking for. I know quality over quantity. So just want y'all to know when people are like, you're an influencer. No, no, no. I'm a fucking tastemaker because I had to do it to survive. And I'm really good at now inspecting things. I got my Stanley cup right here. 
Okay. You know, when I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay. Oh yeah. The color's nice. It's nice and insulated. We've got a nice straw that's easy to clean. You can see through it. So I know there's not, you know, bugs in there. Okay. Let's test the water. Mm-mm. The flow, the flow in which the water comes up the straw is at a nice stream at a nice pace. Like I was that bitch who constantly did this for cash. That's how I paid my bills. So anyways, the people who do the samples are from market research companies. Just want to let you know. And that could be a lie. I don't know. I'm bullshitting you. Anyways, I love that you checked in on yourself, though. You know, you got in a fender bender in the parking lot. There's nothing worse. Also, the Costco parking lot needs to have better security. And I'm not saying that it's a dangerous place, but the, you know, we got moms rolling in, fucking whipping on in minivans. We got dads that are showing up in the Mercedes Sprinter because they got to, you know, get enough snacks for the entire T-ball team. People are just driving with really large SUVs. You've never seen a two-door Mercedes coupe with a hard top roll into a Costco. You have it. And if you have, that person's living on the edge. There's not a single person on this planet who has ever gone to Costco for one thing. Okay, absolutely not. And you know what I've never really understood is when people go to Costco and use the, they use that as their pharmacy, No, I'm already stressed out going to CVS. Okay, I switched to Publix because at least when I go in there, I can pick up like an iced coffee or a pub sub. I could never imagine going into Costco, going all the way around the perimeter, even cutting through the Christmas decorations to then go to the pharmacy. That's fucking crazy. And you know I'm a huge Costco fan and I'm sure sure their pharmacy is giving y'all Adderall and Ozempic for a quarter of the price, all right? But I'm just saying the thought of having to fight that traffic into the parking lot, you know, fumble for my ID and then I got to then get in line and you you want me not to somehow eat 6,000 calories worth of cheese samples, I couldn't do it. So if you are a Costco pharmacy card holder, good for you. I mean, you are a better person. You should run for government. You're doing better because you have a, you have a stronger disposition. You have a stronger moral compass. I'd get in there and be like, you know what? I can't pee on airplanes. I would just scream that. Currently in the state of stress that I've been under, I can no longer pee in airplanes. And then I would walk out. And they'd be like, what the fuck was that? And I'd be like, yeah, exactly. So anyways, listen, friend, I'm sorry you got in the fender bender. I'm sorry they didn't take Discover card. But I want you to know you checked in with yourself. You said, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wheel and deal. I'm going to talk to this lovely lady working the front. I'm going to make sure that you can hold my stuff for later. You know, it's all about catching ourselves in those moments and saying, okay, I'm going to empathize. I know that the lady who's running the front is going to be stressed out because she's probably had to deal with some sort of returns or somebody, you know, upset that there wasn't a price match or some bullshit. So I'm going to go into this gently and say, hey, listen, I grabbed the wrong credit card. I am too overworked. So let me go ahead and I'm going to come back. You know, you got to realize how to meet people where they're at. So you know what? Now that I've had a minute to take that in, I'm going to apologize. No, I'm not going to apologize because I'm not apologizing. But to the woman who DM me about the purse fiasco, do better. You know what? I am doing better right now by letting y'all know to check your tickets, check your point of sale, call the theater, see what the rules are. I don't make up the security rules for things. But also, ma'am, you might need a hug. I'm sure you've been stressed out dealing with the kids. I'm sure you bought a brand new bag to wear to the show with your girlfriends because you wanted to feel alive. Because little Timmy's been dragged, you know, had snot all over you. You've been a soccer, at soccer practice at 6 a.m. There's no reason why kids need to play sports at 6 a.m. If my kids cannot pick an 11 a.m. sport, we're not doing it. But I know you were probably stressed. So therefore, you were taking it out on me. 
when you just wanted to come in the building and giggle. And all I wanted to do was come and giggle with you. So how do we as a collective, as a community, meet in the middle to do better so we can feel better, be nicer to each other, and make sure that my Netflix special, Son I Never Had, is stays number one on Netflix. Ladies and gentlemen, look how I brought that full circle. <laughs> Um, listen, I love you. I mean it. I will see you this weekend in Tampa. I will see you in Fort Lauderdale. They'll see you in LA. And then I'll see you at the Fox Theater when we shoot the special for the comeback tour. Check Instagram and my website for all new tour dates coming up. I love you. I mean it. Thank you for giggling with me today. And I'll see you on the next episode. Out of River Dare. Ciao, Bella. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.